Hello, and welcome to a particularly creepy bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. And even though we ended season three, we had to come with something a little spooky for the Halloween season. So Dana, what are we talking about today? They were talking um, about child-on-child attempted murder, the Slenderman stabbings. (laughs) Wow, that's an interesting way to describe it, but in case you're unfamiliar, the Slenderman stabbings attack was a media sensation a few years ago, both because of the brutal nature of the crime and because it was carried out by two children, as Dana said, 12-year-old girls. The attack has inspired documentaries, a movie... And even the inspiration behind episodes of Criminal Minds, we're big Criminal Mind fans over here, Law & Order, SVU, you name it. So before we get into the girls involved, let's learn a little bit more about the internet's most famous urban legends that inspired them, the Slender Man. Yes. So Slender Man is a supernatural character. He's typically shown as a super tall man with a featureless head and face. So he kind of reminds me of Voldemort, but just with no eyes and like his nose isn't like busted. It's just like a smooth, smooth face. Um, um, He wears a black suit and sometimes he has very unnaturally long tentacle like arms. Slenderman was originally created by this dude, Eric. I don't know if it's like Nudson, but let's just go with that during a Photoshop paranormal image contest on an online forum. So he made two black and white images of groups of children and behind them he put this like super tall, thin, creepy looking dude that didn't have a face that was wearing a black suit. And he also added some copy under the photos, which added like some real creepiness to it all. So these are his words that were under the photos that started this whole thing. We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Photo credit, 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. We don't know who it was, and therefore we just presume they're dead. Yeah. Isn't it kind of nerdy? Like It's, it's so kinda, nerdy. I hate this person. <laughs> like, it's like, when you see the picture with the copy together, it is, like, really creepy. It's, like, unsettling because sure. it looks real. Because it's like a real photo. And in the background, there's just this like weird man. Wow. I hope everyone is Googling this immediately. Wow. I really like your. Yeah, I would listen to a podcast of you just reading inscriptions. It's like (laughs) (laughs) reading creepy photos and photo descriptions. Yeah. It sounds like a haunted child reading. (laughs) Haunted child. It kind of looks like a bunch of haunted children that are about to get haunted yeah for sure you were so, you were born to, to do this episode yeah this was, thank you i yeah. read a lot of joyce carol oates when i was young <laughs> that's adorable so now that we know all of that um what's slender man's big three so slender man was created on june 10th 2009 because honestly, everything that ruins America, I think it's a Gemini. And I say that as a Gemini. Okay, so the sun's in Gemini and the moon's in Capricorn. Um, and this means that it happened right after a full moon in Sagittarius. And full moons are one of uh, the few astrology events that are like accepted and secular. Like tides come in and like energy is just heightened. People know that. Hospitals get more patients. But anyway, Jupiter is Sagittarius's ruling planet. And um, so that means like the full moon was ruled by Jupiter. And when it um, when Slender Man made his like debut, 
Jupiter was an Aquarius exactly conjunct Neptune and Chiron, like to the degree at 26 degrees. And so Jupiter is morals and integration and Neptune is like actors, lies and transcendence. And Chiron is like the reason you're in therapy. (laughs) And all of this energy is, again, at the same degree, which means that these like it doesn't function without each other. It functions as a unit. And it's all an Aquarius who invented the tinfoil hat. Um, And then this conjunction is also co-present with the North Node at zero degrees. And the North Node um, shows like the direction in which society is headed. And so like currently the North Node uh, is in Gemini and we've all been really pedantic for the past two years. Um, And so anyway, like the North Node at zero degrees is extremely potent because the nodes are always retrograde. So they cycle through signs backwards. So zero degrees is kind of like the anoretic degree of the North Nodes, if that makes sense. It's the last degree. It's like getting everything out before it goes into the next sign. Also, I like that the North Node is like at that degree because also Aquarius is like the Internet. Yeah, Mm. in America. Yeah. And also... I know it probably his moon doesn't probably matter, but I do like that his moon is in Capricorn because he's emotionless. And I feel like that's a very Capricorn. Yeah, moon. Gemini needs emotions, too, you know. <laughs> so from here, Slenderman explodes in popularity. There's a YouTube series about him, fan art, cosplay, video games, like whole nine yards. Um, he got, I keep saying he, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it. I don't mean to misgender, but. <laughs> it's, it's slender, I don't know if Slenderman was an I mean, it. I don't think Slenderman has, I mean, we're assuming because it's Slenderman, but yeah, yeah let's just true. go with, let's just go with it. This is what I meant about pedantic. <laughs> Slenderman got super big on Creepypasta, which is a site where you can write online horror fiction. Uh, love love a creepy pasta situation, but as <laughs> Italian, at least yeah. loves creepy pasta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing about Slenderman is that all of this art and stories being told about him or they aren't coming from the creator; they're coming from other people. So we can't blame poor Eric, the Slenderman creator, because people started expanding on the character, like and giving it a life of its own. That's what's actually pretty crazy about this is all the adaptations. Slenderman's mythology evolves based on who's telling the story. So people just kind of add on to it and add little be- p- add little pieces of information. But Slenderman typically is always involved in stalking or kidnapping or scaring people, especially children. Yes. So Slenderman's normally shown in the woods trying to lure children to him. And those children usually are never seen again. And another thing Slenderman is known for is influencing his victims. And not like influencing them on Instagram. Slenderman's an influencer. <laughs> Slenderman is an influencer. Um, he sells gummy vitamins to children. <laughs> um, but he either makes them sick, suicidal, or makes them do violent things, which is where three 12 year old girls from Wisconsin enter the story. Yeah, I wanted to be like, are you sure this isn't Jeffrey Epstein? You have to keep that in. <laughs> Slenderman is Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Spoiler alert. New conspiracy. (laughs) The Slenderman stabbings involve three friends. Peyton, who's sometimes called Bella, but I'm going to, I'm not sure I'm going to call her Peyton. We're all calling her Peyton in this episode. Um, Anissa and Morgan. Peyton and Morgan were besties. And then later, Anissa and Morgan became friends because they lived in the same apartment complex. So they were like kind of became this trio. And as time went on, Anissa and Morgan get closer and closer because of their shared relationship with loving Slender Man. Yeah, relationship is a weird way to put it. But (laughs) Peyton was kind of the odd 
um, girl out because she had told Morgan she didn't like Slenderman because he scared her. Rightfully so. I'm scared of Slenderman. However, Morgan was really into Slenderman and was convinced he was real. So now that we know a little bit more about the girls, let's learn a little bit more about their relationship dynamics with a triwheel. A triwheel. Yes. It's when we take three charts. Dana loves doing this because she just loves staring at a bunch of symbols. But (laughs) you put all these charts together and you're able to see how the relationship between these people, what it was like and their dynamics. Hey, you recognize trends. Okay. It's called data. Um, (laughs) And so all three girls have Jupiter and Cancer, which like could make them maybe gullible and sensitive. Jupiter is exalted in Cancer, but... I said what I said. Um, All three also have Saturn (laughs) in Gemini, and this can, like, constrict the mind or make it difficult to discern facts from fiction Um, or just, like, facts in general. Like, maybe having a learning disorder could be a fact of that. But, you know, it's, like, Gemini is facts, and so Saturn, like, is where you will have difficulty. And they all also have Uranus and Neptune in Aquarius, and, like, Uranus is a shock jock, Neptune is fantasy, Aquarius is conspiracies, And Aquarius is ruled by Saturn, which, again, they all have in Gemini. So it's, like, not surprising that they believed that they, like, you know, kind of, like, got into this, like, really deep into this fantasy. Um, And Peyton and Morgan have multiple, like, conjunctions. So it makes sense that they were friends, I think. Also, Peyton has Saturn retrograde um, in Gemini exactly conjunct Morgan's Mercury retrograde in Gemini. And Mercury is the mind and Saturn is inhibition. So this could, like, reflect Peyton, you know, like, Peyton... Um, like kind of like maybe holding back Morgan in a way. Um, and Anissa has Chiron in Sagittarius conjunct her South Node and co-present with Pluto. And so Chiron is prim- primordial wounds. The South Node is what makes us comfortable. Pluto is power, and all of this is in Sagittarius, who's like known to speak or act before considering consequences. Peyton and Morgan though have their Chirons in Capricorn, so there's like a a difference for them in like the generational planets anyway so this is going to make like peyton and morgan see the world a little differently than anissa interesting but then also so like the shift here is that um anissa has her son in scorpio opposite morgan's son in taurus so the son is like it's like who we are it's like our vitality right so that's gonna draw them together because they're like each other's poles which mm. we get into a little bit later Okay. So at this point, Peyton is ready to exit the trio because they were talking some crazy shit, honestly, about Slender Man. So she was probably like, deuces. Yeah. But it wasn't that easy because Peyton was a little sweetie and she felt bad for Morgan and didn't want her to be alone because it was hard for Morgan to make friends at school. So Peyton decides to stay friends with Morgan um, despite a ton of red flags because middle school's hard. I know. And also girls are mean and crazy. Like the things you say to each other, you're like, I get that. Like, I guess this is yeah. normal. So, I love being in middle school. I thought I was, everybody was like insane. The girls continue doing fun things together. It ends up being Morgan's birthday. So the three of them go to a roller rink and get frozen yogurt. And then they have a sleepover at Morgan's house. Yes, and it was at this sleepover that Anissa and Morgan were planning on killing Peyton in her sleep, which, like, casual. But they ended up changing their minds because they were tired, and it takes a lot of energy to kill someone. So they decided, (laughs) why don't we do it tomorrow? Um, So is there anything that might have happened that would have contributed to their change in plans, besides being tired? Actually, (laughs) yes. From Um, roller skating? (laughs) 
I would be too if um, if all these things happened, which is that there was a new moon in Gemini two days earlier, and new ones can make you tired, and Gemini is like a time for ideas, so it's also a time for new ideas, which could be like, I'm going to mm. kill someone. Um, also, Mercury entered Cancer the morning that they decided so it entered it was in gemini and then it entered cancer and so cancer is a sign of like you know being tired um and this like could contribute to their fatigue as well and since mercury rules gemini it would also rule their murder plot of the new moon so it makes sense that they changed plans interesting yeah so the next morning the girls wake up everything seems pretty chill and they ask to go to the park And normally they would need an adult to go to the park with them, but because they were, you know, riding high on those birthday sleepover vibes, Morgan's mom was like, okay, you guys can go to the park for a little bit alone. And on the way out, Morgan grabs a five-inch knife. So they get to the park and decide to go to the woods for a game of hide-and-seek. And this is where they attack Peyton. Morgan gets on top of Peyton and then goes on to stab her 19 times and they leave her to die. So like... What's the vibe going on this Holy day? shit. I know. Yeah. Okay, so the moon, Mercury, and Jupiter were all in Cancer. And if you remember, like, all three girls had their Jupiters in Cancer. So this yeah. occurred during their Jupiter return, which occurs every 12 years. So it coincides with their 12th house year, the house Whoa. of self-destruction and hidden enemies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and the moon is, like, the mood of any given moment. Mercury is ideas and how we carry them out. And Jupiter is, like, morals and truth. And so all, like, three of these... Planets are opposite Pluto and Capricorn and Pluto's power, like unpredictable occurrences that often include death. And also oppositions are like their battle aspects. So this like chart also has like multiple oppositions and anyone who, you know, is interested, I would encourage to look it up Um, or we'll post it. You should come on our page and post it. We'll post it. Oh, my God. Also, Uranus is in Aries in the 11th. 11th is friends. Wow. Uh, also, the, the new moon in Gemini was conjunct Peyton, Saturn, and Morgan's Mercury. And Saturn is a planet that can, like, show where we get victimized. And, like, Mercury is an idea. Also, it was um, it was Morgan's solar return around this time. So it would, like, influence her even heavier. And she's the one who, you know, murdered, tried to murder someone. Um, and then also Saturn was in Scorpio, exactly conjunct Anissa's sun. And Saturn is consequences. And, like, the sun is who we are. And so this would ultimately have... This event is, like, what you know, Anissa will have to pay for consequences for the rest of her life. Whoa. And then Mars and the North Node are in Libra, opposite Uranus and the South Node in Aries, and Mars is Knives. And the North Node is, like, the trending page on Twitter, and Libra is about relationships. Um, And Uranus is, like, shock jock and mania. And the South Node is uh, what's getting canceled, I suppose. And so in Aries, it's, like, about an individual. So, like you said, it's people, and Aries is in the the house of the 11th house of friends so like they're canceling one friend Ooh. sad yeah really sad oh my god and also wait this is creepy the fifth house also is like like games and fun oh, and yeah, mars risk. is there and they were playing Ooh, a risky seek. game of eee. not fun <laughs> yeah we don't have budget for real sound effects so you guys gotta just deal with what we give you on this one but um After the stabbing, Anissa and Morgan take off walking down the road towards where they think Slenderman's mansion is. And meanwhile, Peyton, (laughs) Peyton like manages to survive and crawls out of the woods and is found on a trail by a passing cyclist who calls the cops and police arrive on the scene, ask her what happened. And Peyton says she was stabbed by her two friends. 
So she gets taken to the hospital. The cops go and they interview each of the other girl's parents. Then they send out a search party because they don't know what the deal is. And they think that like Anissa and Morgan might be in danger themselves. Eventually, they find them on the side of a freeway and they take them in for questioning. Initially, like the police assumed that the fight was about a boy. So they were like, clearly, this is about a boy. So when they said that it was about this humanoid that they were trying to pledge allegiance to, I feel like the, these Wisconsin cops were like, why did I come to work today? <laughs> oh, my God. So like said- <laughs> the state where they're so used to hearing like a serial killer or like something. And then all of a sudden they're like shocked one day. Yeah. Also, Payne's a Capricorn, so you know she crawled out of those woods. She's like, I'm not fucking dying here. Hell yeah. (laughs) So basically, like what they actually said was that they tried to kill Peyton to become Slenderman's proxies, and they were afraid that Slenderman would kill their families if they didn't commit. It's like they're his like little servants. Like like he won't like we live with him in a mansion and we kill for him. Well, anyway, both girls said that they believed Slenderman was real and lived in a mansion in northern Wisconsin. That's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> like, if Slenderman was real, he wouldn't live in northern Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, he's not, like, posted up in Minocqua or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. But during questioning, it was clear that Anissa felt guilty but Morgan admitted to having no empathy. And this is important to note here. That Morgan's mom had said that from a young age, Morgan had like truly lacked compassion and Morgan was later diagnosed with onset schizophrenia, which is pretty uncommon at her young age. But her dad also has the has um, schizophrenia. So there was definite mental illness happening um, on her part. So I know that, you know, we we want to tread lightly when talking about mental illness. But um, in past episodes, we've talked about certain placements signaling addiction or mental illness. So is there anything in Morgan's chart or charts in general that indicate the potential for this? No, but yes. Okay. No, because like so much has to happen. Like if I saw this chart, I would never be like schizophrenic. But now that I know it, it's easier to see. And also it would be um, useful to look at her transits like from that time and speculate with that. But... Just from her birth chart, she has Mercury, Venus, Mars, Saturn, and the North Node in Gemini. And Gemini placements have minds that never stop moving. I can sign off on that. Gemini (laughs) is ruled by Mercury, and her Mercury, again, is in Gemini. But it's also retrograde, and retrogrades turn up the volume, so her mind moves even faster. And so Venus's values, Mars is like survival and war. Um, The North Node is like a point of fate. So it's kind of like governing like all desire in a way. Wow. and all of these placements are opposite her Pluto and Sagittarius. And Pluto is just like maximum intensity. And it kind of creates like a battle. So it's like a battle of the mind, right? Um, and Pluto and Sag can be like, I mean, Pluto, I guess, in any, um, in any sign will be paranoid. But the paranoia here is, you know, maybe about, it's like opposing all of these placements. So it's just like making her paranoid. And Gemini Sagittarius is like an axis of like endless ch- chatter. So her mind is just like, probably always going i can't really um find the part of like no empathy but that's just because i'm such an empath myself i have no idea what it would look like um, <laughs> jk so yeah like the chart doesn't scream schizophrenia but like she has an overactive mind and again a diet like a diagnosis chart would show maybe like what was going on at the diagnosis too right interesting yeah, yeah. wow 
So Morgan claimed she was seeing Slenderman like IRL, which honestly she could have been because she could have been seeing having like delusions. Um, But initially during questioning, the police didn't really know who had initiated the whole thing. Anissa said it was Morgan who said to kill Peyton. So investigators kind of for some reason were thinking like, you know, is Anissa doing this for Morgan? But then Morgan would say Anissa told her about Slenderman and like she was the one leading the attack. And, you know, it just kept snowballing and Morgan didn't want to say stop because it's it was hard for her to make friends. So she was like, I have a friend. I don't want to like, you know, fuck it up by raining on her murder parade. So for a while, no one knew like what the deal was. Yeah. and. Knowing that Anissa and Morgan were super into Slenderman, not sure who got who into what, but I would love to know if we could toss up a triwheel featuring a fictional person and two real girls. So Ooh, now we now okay. we just have no rules after no, Ben I, Affleck's back tattoo. I never had rules that I have even less now, okay? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so the majority of planets here in this triwheel are concentrated in Gemini and Aquarius, two signs with trust issues who never shut up and are always talking about something weird. And to be fair, these signs are never shut up. They're often proven right in time. And that's a source of pride for them. Neptune and Uranus are in Aquarius with uh, like in the girls charts. And that is just like Neptune is like fantasy and Uranus is like Uranus. Uh, in modern astrology, which I don't use the modern rule rulers, but like Uranus rules Aquarius in modern astrology. So it kind of like lends to Aquarius's like tinfoil hattiness, you know, like it helps you understand sort of how this planet functions. It's surprising. Uranus is also maybe like the Joker. It's just like someone who does not fit in society. It's also magnets. So if you have uh, Uranus uh, sinistry <laughs> with someone, it'll be like hot. So they're like they're like magnetized towards this like character especially with neptune because then they like fantasize like they put him on a pedestal and then the north node um in in aquarius that slender man has uh is just like pulling them towards it (laughs) Um, oh my god and then since they they both have the north node and saturn in gemini and then morgan has all those gemini placements and you know who has the sun in gemini slender man so he's just like their light like their god um so really this is a, a story about um, the crazier air signs, I guess. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, yeah, we just did a crazy air sign, just did a triwheel for two middle schoolers <laughs> and a fictional online Photoshop my character. Note, like Slenderman is also in Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we love to see it. Spoiler alert. Dana is Slenderman, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my voice she, is so low. That's why she went to University of Wisconsin, because her secret mansion is there. Oh, my God. Oh so my she can God. be close to her secret mansion Slenderman in the woods. and I do have a lot in common. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, um, back to the investigation. As the interview between um, Morgan and Anissa went on, the investigators learned a lot more. So originally, the girls were going to kill Peyton in the bathroom at the park, but they lost their nerve. Then they decided they're going to the woods to play hide and seek, and that's when the stabbing occurred. And around this point, investigators um, searched the girls' browser history, and it was becoming more and more clear that Morgan was actually the ringleader. Yeah, so because they basically confessed right away, they were charged pretty quickly, but they were charged as adults, which is a big deal because... They were 12 at the time. 
So Morgan is charged with attempted first-degree homicide, and Anissa is charged with attempted second-degree homicide. Which is so crazy. They're literally 12 years old with, like, potentially severe mental illness. But while all of this is going on, Peyton comes out of surgery, and after a six-day hospital stay, she recovers. Um, And meanwhile, Anissa and Morgan start discussing plea deals. Morgan takes a deal that allows her not to go to trial. Instead, she agrees to be evaluated by a psychologist to see how long she should be placed in a mental health facility. She gets the maximum sentence, which is 40 years to life, but she does have the opportunity to periodically petition for her release. And then Anissa goes to trial. She pleads guilty, but the jury finds her not guilty due to mental disease or defect, a.k.a. not guilty due to insanity. Right. And when you're found not guilty due to mental disease or defect, it's not like you can just like go free and live your life. You have to go to a mental health facility for a certain amount of time. So um, a lot of times people that receive this judgment may be confined to like a longer sentence than they would if they were sent to jail. So Anissa is sentenced to 25 years to life and three of those years require her to be locked in confinement in a mental health facility. So what's happening this day that she's getting sentenced? So the sun and Saturn had just entered Capricorn and Pluto was already in Capricorn. So Capricorn is a sign of time and Saturn is also the planet of time. Saturn rules Capricorn. So this would be maybe a reason that like that could like extend a sentence. The nodes were in Leo and Aquarius and that's square her sun in Scorpio. And so this is what we call a nodal bending whenever the nodes are squaring um, either a personal point or like a transiting planet. And this is like a time when fate is just sort of like bending. Like it's like a huge, it's a turning point either in your life or like in society. It can also just be like really intense. And um, this coincides with the nodal opposition for Slenderman. Um, so it's kind of like, it. it's like a point on like the Slenderman story too, which is interesting, I think. Um, it's like a flip of the script with all these nodes. Whenever there's like a node thing, it's like, the script is changing and you have cannot do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then also with Anissa's Mars, Uranus and Neptune in Aquarius, um, the South Node is like literally making her pay for like this sort of like the, her like fantastical sort of, you know, fascination with Slenderman. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's worth noting that this her sentencing was more than three years after the stabbing. So when this happened, she was 15 at the time, right? Yeah. Um, but cases like these are often associated with the term folie à deux which is an identical (laughs) or shared mental disorder. Um, And typically one person has paranoid delusions and the other person is around them so much that the person's delusions literally rub off on them. So like folie à deux literally translates to like crazy of two. Um, And (laughs) Gemini, they have Gemini and Saturn. Yeah, Gemini, the twins. So it's more common in couples or family members. And this is like not something that happens a lot. But many people that live with people that suffer from schizophrenia, they don't acquire it. Like this isn't like something that happens a lot. Folia do needs a very specific situation to happen. The two have to be together all the time, mostly closed off from other people. Um, and in this situation, Morgan's fear of Slenderman being real really rubbed off on Anissa. Yeah, because I mean, they were... They obviously were around their family, but they really were only talking to each other like all the rest of the time. So just knowing they were so close, can we check out their by wheel? So Anissa has a son in Scorpio and Morgan has her son in Taurus. Their sons are opposite each other. They have like any sort of time like you have your son opposite someone that's sort of, you know, opposites attract. It's like 
you are two ends of the same like pole like this sort of creates an affinity they also um their moons are sextile which means two people who like will work together and achieve things anytime there's a sextile so they also both have neptune and uranus and aquarius but morgan's neptune is exactly conjunct and it says mars like by one degree and Neptune aspects uh, are delusional and they make it difficult to discern reality. And they could also make something contagious. Like it's like this Whoa. inability to really get things. And also uh, with Mars and Neptune, um, it could like oftentimes it's sort of like sexual fantasies, but also violent fantasies. Right. I'm actually surprised that they carry like they carried it out because usually it's people who might be who might prefer to fantasize than to carry it out. But maybe with that Saturn and Gemini and they're fully de they really were inspired. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so after the Slenderman stabbings, a lot of things happened in America. Um, there were a bunch of copycat kind of like happenings said to be motivated by Slenderman. So in one, a woman said her 13-year-old daughter attacked her with a knife. Another said that their 14-year-old girl set... It's not funny, but it's so absurd. I know. She set fire to her family's house while her family was inside. Oh, my God. Um, there also were a bunch of suicide attempts by people on the Pine Ride Indian Reservation because they believed in the suicide spirit that was very similar to Slenderman's. There was also sort of like this kind of led to a moral panic happening. Parents were freaking out and demanded that any sites with that featured Slenderman um, which there were a ton at this point, be shut down. And this led to people debating the Internet's effect on children and its role in society, which, like, mm, that's something we're hearing a lot about right now with Facebook. Yeah. Okay, so should we look at the chart? Yeah. To be honest, my entire life, I don't really remember a time when adults weren't freaking out, but let's look at the chart. In November 2013, there was a solar eclipse in Scorpio, and eclipses are periods of heightened energy. And Scorpio is a sign of secrets, which makes people paranoid. Okay, Mercury was retrograde in Scorpio, um, and it was conjunct the North Node. And so once again, this is making people like really look at the underbelly of society. The North Node is where like where society is going. Um, so it's like and Mercury is like the mind. So it's just sort of like inspecting all of this. And then um, Saturn in Scorpio makes people want to impose rules to constrict whatever like is making them so afraid. And then Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So this eclipse is ruled by Mars and in this chart, uh, Mars is opposite. Mars is in Virgo, opposite Neptune and Pisces. And so Mars and Neptune aspects, again, are about like this fantasy, but oppositions are aspect of, of like awareness. So it might make people like aware of fantasies, you know, sort of like really wanting to constrict that. Um, and Virgo is concerned with purity and details and Pisces is concerned with like abstract thinking. So it's kind of like this like war between like, like we must make things pure. Um, but like also it's like Slenderman is a pretty abstract kind of thing. But basically, it's like kind of like a puritanical eclipse and also one that would be like one of those people who like doesn't stop talking about sex, but like how much I hate it. And you're like, well, you talk about sex more than anyone I know. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I haven't heard of Slenderman in a while. It's not really that much of a thing anymore. People just seem to start caring. But lately, the Slenderman movie has started trending on Netflix, even though when it first came out a few years ago, everyone hated hated it. So We'll have to see if the popularity continues or if it's short-lived. Yes. And as for the girls, they're 19 now, so it's been a minute. Peyton is doing well. She's, like, living her life, like, stabbing behind her. And then Morgan is in a mental health facility. She's still there. She tried to appeal a while ago. She lost that appeal. 
And then Anissa was actually just released. So she's like free to move about the country, which surprised a lot of people. Initially, if you remember, her release wasn't supposed to be until she was 37. But she petitioned the court for a conditional release because she was like, yo, I've made a lot of progress. I'm not going to like stab someone again. Um, the eclipses let her out. This Gemini, because her north was in Gemini and her south was in Sagittarius. So she's having her nodal return. Oh, and just like our boy, um, Damien Eccles, wasn't there like, an eclipse oh, when yeah. he got let out? Yeah, and he was born during a Sagittarius eclipse. So it's the same. Crazy. Well, we'll see. I think that uh, Anissa was a little bit swayed here. So let's hopefully that she we all we all believe in second chances. So (laughs) Um, but in the meantime, if you want more Halloweeny type episodes, you can always listen to our episode about the Amityville Horror, Salem Witch Trials or our two-parter on Killer Moms. We've got a lot of spooky content for you. Yeah, and for more spooky content, you can listen to our America episodes. <laughs> please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Yes, and if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and DM us a screenshot of that review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three, send you a quick write-up about it. Everyone's loving it. You should get yours, too. And make sure you follow us. We're allegedly Astro on Twitter, and then we're allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hero, and now TikTok. The people have asked. We have brought them gifts, the gift of us trying to be Gen Z on TikTok. So we're going to do like more in-depth breakdowns of like current events and like more of the charts we talk about on our episodes there. So check it out for more content. Yep, more we just content. did a really, a really good one on uh, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. So we're excited to see how that one plays out. Right. And for even more fun, you can check us out on our website at allegedlyastrology.com. You can learn more about us or the show and like maybe book a reading with me. We have some details about what I offer there. But yeah. It offers a lot of services. <laughs> a lot of spooky services. Yeah, I'm, I'm a witch. There's a witch. Okay, and with that, I am Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Happy Halloween! The Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. (laughs) 